Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 16. It's your girl, Margaret, as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, fast forwarding, rewinding back because we know you done missed some shit, okay? Either way, I definitely appreciate the love and support. Today's episode is all about catching up with a side of tea. Mm-hmm, some tea. Now, I know I've been gone for a little bit and I ain't gonna break down why I took a break. I just wanted a break. I'm on vacation, and when you on vacation, you vacation, okay? But in all fairness, you know, I definitely still appreciate the fact that you guys tune in and you've been patient, but it's not about that today. So today I'm actually joined by Bel Air, who's actually going to be discussing his upcoming EP called Note to Self. Also, we're gonna talk about a couple different things from being a black artist during a time when a nation is divided and focused on fighting for equality, all the way to stigmas attached to men who are artists. <laughs> In matters of love and dating. He's back. <laughs> Now, as a refresher, though, Bel Air was on my season two uh -huh. premiere <laughs> about black fathers, and then he rejoined me during the mid-season finale on the 2020 resolutions, or the shit we should leave behind in 2019, if y'all remember. Also, for those of you that actually really fucking dedicated, probably remember him in the Lipstick Alley Drag Fest. Exactly. Who I, whom I still love. Really. <laughs> I, I love this. Which I don't love. <laughs> they love me and I love them. And they eventually actually grew up though. No. No. We just let, we just let them be. But it's a trilogy, so now we gotta come back. No. Show love. Yes. They they need to stay seated. Let me not, let me, no, I I do. I love Lipstick Alley. No, I'm fine. I'm love. I'm not gonna. <laughs> By the way, Bel Air's in person, Lipstick Alley. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I am in person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just the summary though. Either way though, I thought it'd be really interesting to bring him back because if you guys did tune into the season two premiere, he actually not only dropped some gems and you know, he talked about a lot of real life shit, he did give you guys kind of a hint into the fact that he had a project dropping and he so happens to now be dropping this project three years to date from his first project, which I think is really dope because I don't think a lot of people can do that. Three years to date. Drop it on the exact drop yeah, date. So that's pretty lit. My mother's birthday. Happy birthday, mommy. Yeah, it says mama's birthday. Yeah, better say happy birthday in the yeah, voice right. messages right. or something. So, anyway, but let's get into it. So, as I mentioned before, so on June 25th, which is actually going to be this drop date of the episode, three years later, um, he dropped a EP, or, or was it an album? It was an album. No. It was an album, okay. So he dropped this album called In a Perfect World, which I also had some music featured on the commercial breaks, and now he's following up with Note to Self. So I thought we'd first start with just some questions about this EP. You know, just some things for the people that are dedicated fans, Lipstick Alley and real fans. <clears throat> they may wanna know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so my first question is that I really wanna know is, is like, how would you summarize Note to Self? So it's a, a journey to like accountability. Cause even like, so when I first made the project, like it was after a breakup and like I was like in my bag and then these songs decided to just start popping out of my head like one by one. And I just got bit by this buck and I'm like, yeah, it's not my heartbreak. I'm like sticking it back to it by telling my side, you know? Mm. But then it eventually it like grew because like I started to like grow personally because like one thing that relationships make you do is they make you take a look at yourself, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, when I started to look at myself, I was like, holy shit, like, I was responsible for something along mm -hmm. the way, you know what I mean? And then, as an artist, I developed because of it, and then it just became this thing where it's just like, okay, so this was my journey to peace, you know what I mean? So that's where like, the significance of the puzzle pieces, you'll see pieces all over the place. So it's literally like your own journey to like finding your own salvation through like understanding that you know, you're accountable for some shit. Like, you're, you're, but that gives you the control, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But why Note to Self as the title? 
because like one of the things that I did because like I was like really depressed and like one of the things that I would do because you know you don't want to tell her because it's, it's hard to like tell everybody like your shit you know what I mean you don't want to be one of those people who are Debbie Downers or mm. have issues all the time so like what I would do is I would record voice notes of just how I feel like just you know I'll just, you know, I'll say a little bit of my, my stuff and <laughs> have a little conscious little, little you know thoughts of consciousness and I, I just record them like first they started off as like um notes that I believe on my stories like a couple people follow me like they'll see like I'll leave notes like there'll be things that I think or I feel and I write them out there but eventually I started leaving notes and I started to notice that they were like leading like breadcrumbs to like how I felt and how I was growing I'm like you know I can combine this with the album because you know they fit Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I agree with that because, I mean, I hate a friend that always calls with yeah, some shit. Yeah, you don't want to be that way. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's hard, you know, especially when you're depressed, you know, because when you're depressed, you know, you get inside your head and you talk yourself out of a lot of conversations with people. And that's what yeah. I was doing at that time. True, indeed. I like that. So what, so I mean, you did talk about, you know, the summary of Notes Itself, but what inspired it exactly? We want all the details. Well, I ain't wanting all the details. Aww. But I mean, it was, it was, a, I mean, honestly, like, it, it's not what inspired it because I always do music like I'm always constantly consistently like making songs mm-hmm. to be honest like it was my boy uh, his girl at the time she uh, I played it straight through when I had him collected and she was like yo was that an album I was like nah but I was just testing it out like because it wasn't an album at the time it was just a collection of songs and she was like yo that shit was a vibe and I was like really and I was like yeah and then like so I just started playing like that and then that's when it started to come together and make its own way. But, you know, as far as the inspiration, it's just, like, everything pretty much inspires me. But, like, when I had that breakup, you know, because everybody has that breakup that, like, you know, you got to take a step back and you got to be like, yo, like, why is this shit happening to me? Like, well, why did this happen? Because it was that potent to you. And that's what happened. I'm like, shit, I got to analyze this. But the music was just a direct response from what I was going through because I'm always going to make music that I'm connected to. And it was just, like, I was even trying to talk myself out of it at certain points, like, stop making sad shit but eventually I'm like yo if I'm sad fuck it if I gotta make a hundred sad songs I'm gonna make a hundred sad songs and I just embrace it exactly and I just embrace it so what type of energy do you feel like is needed to create a project that has the Bel Air aesthetic I mean, because everybody want to hire you. Everybody want to work with you. Everybody wants you to finesse they sound. You know, so what kind of energy is needed? Vibe, man. Like, it's just understanding the vibe and the flow and letting things happen like whenever you do music with me i put you in the best position to let things happen if you, mm-hmm. if you say you want to talk about you know how much you hate a dude and you want to burn down his house talk that shit because most people be like oh does that sound too crazy i'm like no say that shit that, that's how you feel that's how you feel it's all about music it's all about being honest you know what mm. i mean the more honest and vulnerable people are like even i'll tell you i'll, I'll even let you in on something that's funny. these fireworks is every night my god <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i good. promise y'all we not in the hood they're not shooting in the background we in new jersey right. but still but um i'll even let you in on something like so at first, I didn't, there's notes, the voice notes. I didn't want to put the voice notes in notes itself, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, man, is that being too vulnerable? Like, if people that I'm like this, as an artist, there's no such thing. Like, the artists that people bond with are the most vulnerable. Like, you listen to Lauren Hill, X Factor. That's probably one of the most vulnerable mm-hmm. songs you'll ever hear. And, but when you hear that shit, when you, what's, what's the line of them? We seem to know it ain't working And when I try to walk away You mm-hmm. hurt yourself to make me stay you, and everyone, you, If you ever had a relationship like that mm. You you feel that line But some toxic. people will be like <laughs> Yes, that is a toxic ass relationship But you feel that line You know, that line is just like Yeah, of oh, course shit. So it's like, you know It's just no such thing as being too vulnerable Well, I mean, plus anyway I mean, when you wear your heart on your sleeve I right. mean, it's just more authentic nobody wants to hear some fake shit that nah, you yeah, exactly. drew up or you wrote about and then you wasn't even really feeling and that's the Bel Air aesthetic like I just make people be honest like whatever if you if, if honestly you feel like you know you want to drop 100 bands in the club and all, I'm like alright let's do that to this most honest potential like you really feel like that let's get lit let's get some strobe lights in the booth and that's the aesthetic but the aesthetic is always just going to be honest vulnerable self okay yeah. I feel it I like it well, let's shift gears a little bit because um, for those of y'all that do follow him and listen, and when he first began promoting his um, EP that was coming out and stuff, it was actually at the height of the start of protesting. So I know one thing I guess I wanted to know was, and I, I guess a lot of people want to know about is, is that when everything started to happen, especially with the protests for um, George Floyd, how did 
especially what's happening during that time, how did that affect you and your music? It's paralyzing because it's, it's, it's something that's like so serious because at the end of the day, like I'll try to be so honest, I'm too honest. Like me, I wanted to make music about it, but I felt like, you know, it was like phony to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm being fake if I release a Black Power song because, you know, that's just how my response. But the thing is, it, it shook me so much with what was going on, like especially with the police. I just was in observant mode because don't get me wrong, like I drop Buster Love because to me there's never a wrong time to drop music. You have to put out music. Music is a timestamp for what was going on. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to mm-hmm. be relevant. And sometimes like it's we constantly processing that shit. You know what I mean? That shit doesn't feel good. Like and, and then my mindset was like, yo, look, let me give somebody a break on the timeline if they need it. You know what I mean? Because right. you just constantly seeing a man being asphyxiated. You seeing people marching. You seeing people getting beat up by cops. You seeing shit burning. Like I wanted there to be something in between it to be like, all right, this is a breath from yeah the shit that's going on. Just a small break, right? Because it's too much. Because Instagram, we just constantly process and processing and processing. If you constantly processing negative shit, the amount of anxiety that these people have out there is through the roof. I know I felt that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. And, you know, that's why I'm like, you know what, my spirit said to do it, and I, that's why I did it. Right. I feel it. No, I definitely agree with that. Outside of that, I like that you said that you didn't want to make music, because there was a lot of um, cloud chasers. Yeah, of a course, lot of people you know, doing it for cloud. Major artists, and, you know. Well, not even, there was a lot of artists that were silent, too. Yeah. But, I mean, one thing, it was funny, because, like, when I watched the Dave Chappelle on YouTube, yeah. he basically was just like, the community don't need me to speak about some shit. They out there doing it. And so it's like, I mean, I guess artists aren't, I feel like this is that people are not obligated to say anything or to do music, but for some reason there's this thing attached to Instagram where people feel like right, they have the, to put shit out, I they have the to I the elite speak. should say something. The elite should say something because we look to them and we idolize them as our leaders. You know but the mean? thing is, is that I, I hear that, but I disagree because... And I feel what Dave Chappelle saying because they was already out there doing it. Of course. They ain't need nobody. They ain't need Jay-Z. They ain't need no art Beyonce, no artist to tell them to do what they already wanted to fucking do from day. There are a select few people of us out there that have been on the front lines before it was popular and we know our roles in the shit and we know what we've done. You know what I'm saying? And that's just real about it. Like, you know, a lot of people are just coming around because it's an actual thing to be an activist now you can be seen doing it but there was a time where you weren't yeah. seen doing that shit like i swear to god like i was i can't remember i probably had to be in second or third grade and i wouldn't stand for the national anthem and i wouldn't put my heart over it and it was literally a whole thing where they called my mom they was like yo and i was mm-hmm. like yo i don't believe in this shit like it's i knew that shit from then you know what i mean and people people of darker skin color who have to go through shit people of biracial thing who are fighting on these lines for fighting for their like individuality and shit like, there are people who have been on the front lines of discrimination and things like that mm-hmm. before it was cool to even acknowledge it. You I know agree. What I'm so, like, yeah. that's why some of those people are actually tired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the people, like, you got people like Colin Kaepernick, like, they're just now pulling him out the mud. I know, and it's been how many years? Exactly. Like, they're just now pulling this Yeah, that out. happened in 2012. This man lost his entire career. There has been Eight so years. many people like that who spearhead shit and nobody follows up with them and leave them by themselves like it's a fad now like don't get me wrong like i'm happy there's actual changes going but it's seen you know well I mean? no i mean because all these businesses are coming out of saying course. the same shit like oh my god mm-hmm. let's, let's like look at the whole aunt your mama mm-hmm. taking out you know her logo and shit like that uncle ben it's just everybody now has something to say um and i probably gonna get a little backlash for this but i think i said this i feel like the only reason why this got so much I feel like attention is because niggas been locked up in the house all fucking month. And now I got time today. Right. They got time today and everybody's forced, like I've been saying, to sit in silence, sit in their minds, sit in solitude. And now they like, ooh, outside. I can go outside. Ooh, I can do this. And I just really question people's motives. We know this. People are sheep. You know what I'm saying? For the, like, And I'm not saying everybody, but for the most part, people just want to protect their check. You know what I mean? The, the, the opportunity that people had now was they didn't have a check to protect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people, you know, but with jobs were still open and things like that, you know, people not, you know, going at Starbucks and not going at Taco Bell and Wendy's and shit like that because mm-hmm. why is there a check? You know, you give people something to lose, they're a lot reluctant to fight. You know what I mean? But now everybody's out here. You know what I mean? And granted, I don't really care about the circumstances. I'm just glad shit is getting done. Like, that's the biggest thing with me. I mean, I don't know. Look, I'm indifferent. It, yeah, I mean, 
because it's, it's so many dynamics. I know, but I just feel like it's, part of me feels like it's temporary. I don't feel like this is really going to be a permanent change. I feel like this is just something to suffice the community and people because everybody went batshit crazy. I feel like, think about it. If you look back at like the Trayvon Martin when people were protesting, they had riots. I mean, nothing changed. I mean, of course. But we only got cameras on, on cops. There is Later a... on, even though it wasn't even a cop that shot him. Right, but there is a surge, though. You have to acknowledge that. For whatever circumstances, as far as, like, people being out of work or the pandemic, there's a surge. Like, there's people out there actually giving it up everywhere. No, I agree. I'm not... No, I'm not talking about the people in the front lines. I'm talking about these busineses and oh, the yeah, government. Yeah, no, no, that's course, what I'm referring course, to. I don't feel like it's real. Because they need money. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, that part <laughs> of it. Because, you know, like I said, they're doing, like, now all of a sudden now, or everybody's speaking on it, and I'm just... No, I mean, I, I'm actually grateful for the people that's out there protesting. I believe in those people, the real people that's out there really protesting. Right. Not the ones that was out there week one, week two, and they was like, okay, right. I'm going back to my Instagram photos week three. I'm talking about motherfuckers that been out there week in, week out. And we can shout out to Steven, right? Because we both... Oh, yeah, Steven. Yeah. has been out there from shit. I remember he was out there from day one, and he's still out there. I saw him on my story today, still out there. Yeah, he was out there you know today, I mean? too. And the, and the feed is, like, dying down with the protest, and he's still out there in the mix of it. Well, that's because he believes in it. Right, right, right. And those people you have to value. Yeah, and the one big thing, too, and I'll say this on here because it's the best place to say it, it should show you how big the black dollar is. Because at the end of the day, not even just the black dollar, the minority dollar, because at the end of the day, everybody's doing damage control because they don't want to lose it. And that should show you how important it is to go t to cultivate in your shit. Like, right. in your neighborhoods, build your neighborhoods up, put businesses in your neighborhood, do things in your neighborhood and keep that shit circulating. Like, yeah, you can go other places, but spend that shit in your neighborhood because it's important because it's valuable. Well, not even now, you don't have to move out the hood by the hood. Exactly. You don't. You can make it better. You, you know, honestly, everything that we think we're supposed to be getting through somewhere else or somebody's supposed to pass some bill to do it, we don't need them for that. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. You put some shit in your neighborhood, you put community centers, y'all put y'all money together, it's, it's possible. It's true. It's true. And I don't want to hear about black on black crime because white people kill white people all day. Listen, everybody kill everybody. We just oh, I know, but you know, that's the thing. That's the thing. Oh, we got to, because I, I, I read that too. Oh, we got to stop killing our own. But it's like white people do the same shit I mean, but, too. And, and to, 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 to that point, we do. But that but that's never going to be. But that's not hindering shit because at the end not, of the day, white the people it's, in the rich neighborhood, they killing their wives, exactly. they, their cousins it's not and all that. It's contingent on... <laughs> being treated with respect you know exactly what I mean? well like, yeah it's, i know yeah it's just not contingent on being treated with respect like yeah we got to get that under control but at the end of the day we still deserve respect in other fields like i shouldn't be denied a job because my neighborhood has a high crime rate like that right. shit is bullshit or the color of your skin right right or the shade right the shade no, no, there's a legit shade. Not shade, shade. No, I mean that is the shade of your what? A, you know, <laughs> fucking what? Drink your drink. I have fucking kids. I am a child of God. I am not drinking anything. And that's a whole lie. Y'all see it on my story. We got the avian. Holy water. Yeah, I know because it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I'm going to hell. Say, holy water. <laughs> holy thick is water. Just put it on your forehead. Right. <laughs> in the name of the Father. Oh, no, you need I'm to the, chill. Right, now you violated. Okay. I do believe in things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so follow-up question into what we were just talking about regarding the music and then, you know, what's happening today. Um, so they often say the show must go on. So I guess, how do you practice sensitivity when all of this is happening? I know you kind of said you wanted to give people a break, but I mean, how do you deal with, like, again, people who's on the opposite side of the spectrum that's like, you're wallet. You like, you're supposed to be posting this. How dare you drop a music or anything? You know what I mean? Everybody has their role. You know what I'm saying? You have to understand your role in things. You know what I mean? Like, I understand my role. I'm right. not, it, it, my spirit told me to do that. That's why I had to do it. it right. And it may be different for other musicians. It may be different for other artists, but that's what worked for me. Mm -hmm. But the thing when it comes to situations like this, it's like everybody doesn't have the same role. You look in any war, anything like that, you have infantry, you have fucking intelligence. Like, everybody has things that they do. Mm -hmm. Like, my thing is always to uplift people and, and make people feel good about themselves, you know what I mean? And most of the time, I people come to me when they're weary, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not the guy that's, you know, in the crowd, like, you know, helping people, like, chanting and then protesting, things like mm -hmm. that, but... You know, some of those people are my friends and they come to me when they're weary and they're tired and they find comfort and confide in me. And that's my role. Like, I try to comfort the warriors and make sure that they're good on their point. And when it's my time to fight, I fight in the best way that I'm effective. I see. Yeah. Okay. 
That's good. That's good to know. So now let's kind of shift gears just a little bit. We have been quarantined for what, quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> for what feels like 101 uh, days and shit. Been, it's been a long. Let's see, Negro spirituals out here. Oh, not Negro spiritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. My inner Morgan Freeman just packed <laughs> it up. <laughs> like, but anyway, so we've been quarantined for some time, and outside is fake reopening yeah um it's kind of funny because um i'm out here in hoboken and i think i'm convinced in jersey there's no coronavirus mm-hmm. it should just gone. disappear yeah it's gone it's, gone. it's fucking gone gone yeah, yeah. insane gone <laughs> <laughs> literally but um i wanted to ask you so from the moment we quarantined up until this point how I mean I know you wasn't I dropping any music. <laughs> well I know, man. I didn't want to even get into that. The it. obvious. Ugh. God damn. I was gonna, okay. We can get there. What is one thing you miss? I guess since being in quarantine. I miss outside. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> you miss I outside. I don't miss fireworks. I can tell you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I miss shows, man. I miss people. I miss being in front of people. I miss the feel of a crowd. I miss a band, like. Mm. I miss being out like when it's lit as you pour your drink. You but was yeah. never out when it's lit. You bugging. I ain't never seen you out yeah, when you lit. I be out. I be everywhere. I was out. You wasn't out in New York. You was out in Seattle. That's fine. And I was Seattle. out. Okay. No, I ain't never seen you out. That's a whole lot. I mean, what? I ain't. I be out. You was oh, never oh, out. I've been out. documented. Oh, oh, yeah, right. I, mean, I forgot. She... This is Mysterious Man over here. Okay. Oh, my God. The shade. Mm-hmm. The shade. This nigga will go on three vacations. Probably go on a whole tour and never Damn. fucking record it. So we selling niggas out on the podcast now on the PC? <laughs> Look, man. I don't tolerate this. Secret lives. I'm about to do the coda, coda, and we finish. Yo, put some respect on my name. <laughs> Moving on. So, mm-hmm. I miss. I actually don't miss much because um, I was always buying press on nails. I always did my own hair. I always did my own toes. Did my eyebrows. Yeah. Say who? You ain't never go out and like you know you don't miss nothing. I mean, I miss being outside the club. The club was getting on my nerves. I actually got had one last, you know, club thing before shit shut down for real. And it was just like, ugh. You love the clubs. Clubs like I do love the club clubs. Loves. I miss wearing thought clothes. Oh, God. And wigs. Yeah? yeah. Miss your wigs? I do miss you, do looking you, like Do you name your wigs? No, that's no, too I much. I know some girls be naming their shit. Because they have no friends. <laughs> Be talking to their wigs as they come like, girl. They do. Yeah. Girl, you're not sitting on my head right. Yo, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, who says something when that happens? Like, does a friend come in? I do. Seven? Oh, you do? I will shift your wig. Okay, because, yeah. <laughs> I Because some of having that moment. You can ask some of my friends. Like, I, I have just, shifted. Like, let's go to the bathroom and I shift your shit. I just lick my finger and be like, all right, look, this, mm. this side needs to come the, down. The thing is, is people don't realize when it comes to wigs, it's the foundation. If your foundation is fucked up. Your wig is gonna be fucked up. So where that little lump be coming from? Because they ain't braided down right. Oh, okay. Or they braided it up too much, or they try to do a bun, and it's like even them little BB buns. BB buns? What's a BB bun? You gotta educate me. <laughs> little like BB gun. Oh, pellets, like, like, if like you, the BB. Like if they blink, it's gonna the rubber band gonna. No, pop. like you know how they have like the little baby buns, yeah, the BB the, pellet the, buns. They blink and it's like the rubber band pops. Do they? Damn. Little tiny ones. I don't know that. That means you put your hair up too tight. They ain't got enough. Some people can't put, you know, whatever. Let me not if they can't put nothing in a ponytail, then their, their wig will be flat. All right. Well, They're bullheaded. Well, duh. Look, it's the foundation. Braid your shit down. Okay, <laughs> everything goes to the back, and then you kind of wrap it to the crown, and then there's that. The Cleo or Meek Mill braids underneath it, right? Both. Both? It's a combination. I know. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Let's take a listen to some music from Bel Air. Look, feeling like it's lost translation. So it's a whole conversation. I just trying to talk, you cutting me off. You asked me to listen, I'm losing my patience. Take it back to the beginning, baby. It was your love and my love and your love and my loving. Loving like addiction, baby. And you know, you know. Yeah, I swear you know. This shit was all I knew. You and 
one time a girl was laying on my chest with a wig and I Did put you? my head on the top of her head and I was just like You felt the braids? Yeah, it was like what the oh what so what's the say? difference between a sewing and a wig? A sewing means that they're sewing the tracks onto the braids. Okay. A wig you can take it off at night and breathe. Okay. It's like when you take your bra off and you let your titties down. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt. I have a clear understanding of that. Thank you for that perfect That is exactly analogy. what a wig feels like. There's been plenty of times in the car with my friends, I'd be like, take the wig off. Yes, it's the wig and the lashes come off. That's okay. the first thing after the club. So one is a hat and the other one is like. It's more than a hat because it's like something like is sitting on your scalp and you know, you know, it's a thing. Okay. Yeah, but um, girls know what that feels like. But what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, that was, that it's went off fucking topic. Um, I, yeah, I only missed outside a bit. I'm pretty shocked how things are opening up. I don't know, it's kind of weird because like it doesn't feel real to me. Because when I was just here in May, I went to New York for two weeks and I was in a mass. It was like fucking nobody outside. Well, except for the white people And when you went down from 90th Street and shit. Mm-hmm. And then even uptown, I won't lie. But I mean, there were certain areas that it was just a fucking, like it was desert island. It was quiet as fuck and shit was weird. And then now it's like, Motherfuckers is kikiing, no mm-hmm. mask, and mm-hmm. and then it's kind of stupid to me that you motherfuckers go outside to eat and you have to wear your mask inside, but then when you eat, you have to take it out. Right. Like, nah. I saw a group of like people the other day, like they all had masks on and they were sharing a blunt together. It was like, that <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't know if you want Corona or herpes. <laughs> I was like, um, the- y'all still share blunts in 2020? That's a little wild. I mean, like, I mean, I know like the cipher. I get that, no, but like no ciphers. No, no ciphers. Oh, no that's yes. a whole lie. Me, I you gonna be alone. yeah? You gonna lie? You gonna be ciphering on Saturday? Anyway, um, <clears throat> so let's kind of move on to some tea, cause you know I love some tea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. So I kind of tossed around with a few ideas for. <laughs> today's episode for starters i wanted to talk about dating ugly people but unfortunately um bel-air says that's off the list of things to talk about for many reasons and then i like how you did that Uh, i can name many reasons anyway so but instead i thought why not us talk about men being hoes oh that's a better topic (laughs) now it's kind of funny because, what was it? Before the shutdown or whatever, coronavirus, um, I don't know if y'all remember, but on my stories, I went out with some friends where it was a kickback, and it actually was um, with Rue and the crew. And it was funny because I went down the list. It was a bunch of niggas in the room when we was playing Uno, and I went down the list, and I was, like, labeling all the types of hoes there were. <laughs> and, you know, I had the nerd hoes, and then, you know, then we had just the player-looking nigga that nerd was a hoe. Nerds. Like a nerd hoe. Nerds are hoes. Like, nerd. You can be a nerd and a hoe? Oh, yes. You can be a Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Nerd hoes, okay. Then you had, you know, the the Mr. I play it cool ho. And then, you know, smooth talker, I flirt with everybody ho, aka Libras. And Listen, then, not going cause he up. was a Libra. What we not going to do is shade Libras on the podcast. <laughs> I have Libras to. Libras are the most fantastic sign. Lipstick <laughs> Alley would appreciate it. Libras um. are, lo- Listen, you just got to learn how to love a Libra. You don't love us right, you know, we balance it out. Anyway, and then finally there was this guy, he was a singer, and I said, oh yeah, you musicians, you guys are hoes. And so we have an artist here. (laughs) Come to the right place. (laughs) Ask away. So, um, yeah, I felt like this is that male artists, rappers and singers in particular, Mm -hmm. I feel like they are thoughts, aka hoes. And so I wanted to ask you, so in the music industry, and you've probably kind of seen it all, you know, working in the studio. You have seen it all. you probably experienced some things. And I want to say, what do you say to my theory that male artists, aka rappers and singers, especially you fucking rappers, are hoes? Are they hoes? I'm going to say no. Because <laughs> it's not me. Because you're desirable, does that make you a hoe? Really? Yes, it does. That does not Dude, make well, okay, you a not hoe. desirable, but it's the actions you take when you are desirable I don't know to entertain I don't know multiple that. folks makes you a hoe. So it's my fault. Yeah. 
Did they put a gun to your head because you're desirable? Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I get the whole whole action thing, but you gotta be clear when you talk about actions when it comes to me. Like, all right, let's ask you. You don't want to do that. What? Yeah, let's do that. You don't want to do that. What makes a hoe? Wow. Or what makes a male thought a male thought? I'm glad because actually that was my follow-up oh, question, no, sir. Right, the levels that. to being a hoe. I'm glad you asked that. For me, male artists mm -hmm. in particular, levels. Okay, so actions to me that says you are a hoe, for starters, mm -hmm. you put your dick in everybody. That makes you a hoe. Okay? Okay. Next on the list, and I'm going from highest to low. That's fair enough. Highest yeah. to low, of course. Okay. That is the worst of the worst, okay? Putting your dick in everybody, you are you just flat out hoe. Then we get into niggas that pick and choose fucking and emotional attachments with multiple people makes you a hoe. Mm. Oh, hmm. I'll see. I'll see. Oh, no. I'll see. Juggling multiple people and smashing thumb them. Thumb thumb ho. <laughs> then the next one is then the guy who flirts and juggles and dates multiple women. You may not have sex with wait, them wait, yet, wait, 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 wait. but you, you can are. date multiple women. Are you telling them? Do you have to? Yes, That's none that of your, is contingency. It is not none of your business unless oh, you say- Oh, I disagree. I, unless, unless you specify that you want exclusiveness, it's not hoeing if you're dating. I disagree. Women. Women do that shit all the time. I disagree, and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. The reason why I disagree, yeah, I di I disagree with that because I can't speak for all women on this planet, but I know about ninety. We're not talking about all women. We talking about you know. I'm pretty sure you know at least five of your friends. They got a nigga that they call just for food. No, I, I, yo, there's some girls out there that will call. That's you your friend. That's not my friend. I'm just, look, <laughs> That's I'm your just saying. Friend. That's your friend. I'm just saying. According, not my friend. According to recent studies. <laughs> okay. Girls got a food nigga. They got a, a head nigga. I didn't even know. Let's that. be clear. These are broke bitches. No, no. I'll see. No. I'll see. You are no. a broke bitch. No, no. Some ladies just understand the hustle, and some niggas out there just are just willing to pay for food. I didn't even know this. So apparently, and this is not my life. I'm sorry. I'm, it'll never be. I'm gonna call me stingy or whatever. But there are some niggas that will just pull up and give head. Yeah, cause they're hoping home. for more. And go home, and I'm like. Wait, what? So They're what? hoping for more. No, some of them don't even, right here, they don't even hope. They just cool with that. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, I'm, I'm being real with you. There are guys that are on the sidelines hoping. But even then, about Been there, done that. But from what I hear is that they, they just want to do that and they're cool with that and go home. Yeah, because then they're hoping. I guess, well. I, I mean, trust me, I've had guys who pretend to be my friend and be there for me and I can cry on their shoulder in hopes of cuffing me. Giving you head? <laughs> in hopes of no, I don't let anybody give me head because there's a thing called herpes. Eesh. You don't get herpes too. Yes, you can you get to, herpes to through that. And you know, I don't got time to check your fucking mouth and your dental. I'm good. Alright, that's nasty. <laughs> I would hope a nigga opens all that mouth. Well, yeah, let me see the inside of your cheeks. <laughs> right. Whoa. <laughs> it's a little aggressive telling nigga like. Before you eat me out, hey, no. I was talking about the cheeks in your mouth. Exactly, sick. Nigga be like, okay. <laughs> exactly, that's what I said. Girls just understand the hustle because why? No matter what their demand is, there is one nigga out there that would do it. If you, if you had, if, if there was a girl that said, I would not let a nigga fuck me until he spread his ass cheeks and showed me his ass cheeks, <laughs> there is one nigga out there Desperate. that would do it. Let's get back on topic. Look mm -hmm. here, I'm being honest. When it comes to women juggling multiple men, yes, there are women that do that. But what I have a problem with and why I feel like men or people in general who are identified as hoes is because they will go into a situation with false pretenses and lie and say you're the only one or pretend and give you all this fake. Because most girls don't want the truth. And then I'm... you get caught up. I mean, the dumb ones get caught up, but I mean... Oh. Oh. Oh, the dumb one. <laughs> the dumb I ones love get it. Up, but for the most part, well, how do you not get caught up then? <laughs> by not. What well, well, man, well, man Bill Bellamy said in uh, <laughs> How to Be a Player. Mm. With, the, with the grass being in the tall tree and the giraffe having a short neck. Yeah, no, I don't know that one. How well, about it, can we just speak in layman's terms? Well, the giraffe had to adapt. You don't get caught up because you adapt. Oh. Lips the guy, he's like, look at him. I knew he was out. No. Mm. Look, 
You're always gonna get caught up. Mm. The reasons why you're always gonna get caught up is because everything has feelings attached. Most, most, most as much as most people want to deny it, people are always gonna get attached to people that fucking it's alive. You don't think you are? Yeah, you just can't be giving dick to whoever. Oh no no no! We don't do that on this side. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. Except sometimes. No. Yeah, sometimes. You gonna, you just gonna, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> sometimes. Really? Look, the avion hit. I bet. I, I bet. <laughs> All right, did I change the subject? Mm-hmm, please. Por favor. Mira. <laughs> All right, let's move on. My next question then is, how do you balance being a hoe and then being on the verge to commitment? Okay, so like, you know, or trying to commit. I don't know. I mean, is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you <laughs> have... Hoism, because, yes, I mean, yeah, yes. you want to commit, but you are I'm going to break this down to you. Hoes will only give up their holdem for shit that's worth it. Mm. And they have to see that. You know what I mean? They have to confirm it. Maybe it may take multiple times. You know what I mean? Because most people that's hoeing, you know, is because, you know, it's a sense of self-worth or other, the other thing. Well, nobody's giving me what I need. Wow, he hit you with the self-worth. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, listen. <laughs> It's, it's fucked up, but it's true. Like, a lot of times, you you know... You're a hoe because you don't love yourself. I'm so glad you said that because not, they need to know. I mean, it's truthfully... It's, I mean, just in layman terms, yeah, but it's not you don't love yourself, but you have to value your love. You have to believe that what you have is good enough that everybody shouldn't have it. Like, everybody doesn't have a Bentley. Everybody doesn't have, you know, a Lamborghini or whatever. I'm not saying, like, you know, you have to treat your love like a car, but I'm saying, like, you have to give it some kind of exclusivity if it's good you know what mm-hmm. i mean everything if it's great especially it's going to be less people have access to it because if it's you treat like it's a penny you give it to everybody you know they, they ain't gonna respect your shit you know right I and mean? that's when you get classified as a whole or a thought you know what i mean but mm. some people just love sex too on top of that or interaction like it's not about the connection but i will say this like things that how do you manage that commitment or between like to give up your hoism is you have to find out what's important to you you know what i mean like if sex or just that interaction is important then you'll hold around but like i feel like most people for the most part as human nature like when you find like deep connection you can't go backwards like you can't be fucking and doing any and everybody unless somebody breaks your heart but even then like those you know what i mean some people have a whole phase like you get heartbroken i'm gonna fuck everybody on this planet the whole phase is temporary and i will say this it's it's definitely a a god thing Mm -hmm. to handle shit like that and then be butthurt when a girl actually moves on and it's because because we know the most important part and i think that's the thing about uh the difference between how women love and how men love and that's the reason why we experience it's not even love it's how y'all get over breakups not even oh it, yes y'all still, motherfuckers even, y'all be sitting there kicking and partying move on but even been then, there, i'm telling you been there done that but even then it's still a form of love it's still a form of how a person expresses their love and they expresses their hurt how people express hurt comes okay. out in ugly ass ways and one of them is to try to ignore it or disassociate by just filling the blank you know mm. what i mean filling the because you, you miss those uh those interactions and that feeling and you know you try to supplement it by fatism yeah aka the whole phase i think also too some people don't realize too that when you are um fucking people you're giving them a piece of your soul and then you're taking on their fucking soul and their trauma and bullshit i mean i don't i wouldn't go as far as oh yes you are yes you are you are connected when you are having sex with somebody you are connected to them spiritually emotionally and you are taking on their shit i i think that Oh, I do. You're not going to connect with everybody. There's some people, like, if, if a person is not connected with you or they're not... That's that because space. you motherfuckers are not fucking for connection. Of course. See, right. I fuck for connection. So, yeah. But you can't... But most people are like that. You can't look for something you don't know. You know, most people don't know what connection is, you know. And once you find out, especially, like, I will say this. It's, it's not a common thing in men. Men don't... Men are not taught about connection. We're not taught about mm-hmm. spiritual bonding. You know, we're taught... Why is that? Why are you not taught that? Like, why is that an so, excuse? Because we're a man. Sociologically. Like, we just, when we get in groups of men, uh, uh, I fuck, I, I get this, I do this. It's, you know, it's all displays of masculinity. of like, But it's never, like, connection is seen as a soft thing because it's vulnerable. Mm. You have to be, you, the connection, you have to be at a certain level with somebody to let your guard down, to let them be able to hurt you, you know what I mean? Like, there's that meme that floats around it's like when you know when when a nigga is around his guys and he's all tough and when he's oh, yeah. girl, you know he's laying this girl's out but like it's a vulnerability to that and it's a softness and like True. most men are not 
supposed to be viewed in that soft light. So we're not gonna sit there and look for something that makes us weak. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Let's take a listen to some music from Bel Air. Look, I say talk to me nice. See, I know what you like. Rich nigga, baller nigga, that's your type. See, when I'm out of town, you might have to catch a flight. But when I'm in your city, pull up, hit it in the V. Hold up, wait, is that me talking on the hand? Did you can be greedy, I got plenty. Shady, shady <laughs> episode. So I'm in trouble if I said this wrong. No, no, for real answer. For real there's answer. no, there's no trouble. This there answer. Who make? Dang, you grown. You ain't gonna get in trouble. Oh, answer. Grown, 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 grown. Huh? That's what that is. Okay. 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 It's on record too. It's on record that I'm grown. Just answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> scared. No, I am. I am. I'm terrified. <laughs> and I and I hope everybody knows why. Like it's one of those things. Like. My girl loves me, and y'all hoes need to leave me alone. I do not want to link. I want to stay in the house and love the love of my life. I am not a hoe. No more. Damn, that sounds like the credo. My whole, my whole car has been retired as of February 14, 2020. If you had any interactions with me from that moment, please discard them because... My whole car has been re retired. <laughs> Thank you very much. Best. <laughs> I heard since September 2019. Ask for my last, for my last email. <laughs> February 14th. <laughs> Ask for my... I yeah. mean, if we're talking vaguely. Right? <laughs> right, we're talking vaguely. Like, vaguely. What retires the whole car is... <clears throat> no, Bel Air. Bel Air's whole car. A sense of safety. I'm a black man in America. I have not had a sense of safety since I realized I wasn't safe. Hmm. You know, I don't have a sense of safety at my job because I'm black. People treat me shit at my job. I don't have a sense of safety in the music industry because everybody's sharks. We have to go and get it. I have a sense of safety nowhere. But if I'm with somebody and they grant me a sense of safety, hmm. then that is where I stay. I don't need anything because you can get sex anywhere. You can get the lipo the ass shots you can get the look or whatever people value but like that's not where i place my value i place my value when things that i don't get and one of the things that i don't get is safety and peace so if you mm. grant me safety and peace then that's where i'm gonna stay i'm not gonna go anywhere so i'm not gonna need anything else mm. interesting yeah i bet mm. <laughs> so does your girlfriend give you safety and peace oh depends on the day depends on the day <laughs> It varies. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's one or the other. Yeah. Overall. Overall, yes. Overall, yes. <laughs> God damn. So on any given day, that shit can change, though. <laughs> damn. She sounds bipolar. Mm. Nah, she's not. <laughs> a little aggressive. A little shady. <laughs> a little shady. Mm. <clears throat> well, if I were a hoe... <laughs> almost made me spit my drink out. What would make me retire my whole car? What make you retire your whole car? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What would, <clears throat> what would make, let me ask you that. If you were a hoe. If I were a hoe. What would make you retire your whole car? <laughs> Honestly, like, a nigga that gives me a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need attention, affection. You got to dick me down right. And you just got to OD love OCDs me. OCDs on that. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be freaky as fuck. Oh y'all. Oh y'all. Oh, What's freaky as fuck? <laughs> We're not doing that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, break up, segue. What is freaky as fuck? Give me your top three things that are freaky as fuck. F A F. What okay. is F A F? Recording me and you. Ooh. And then. 
and movie stuff. <laughs> Role play. Lots of sexting and um, interesting sex moments. I don't know, like, if I would FaceTime my man while he's at work. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do some some tings on the FaceTime while he's oh. at work in the work bathroom. On the clock. <laughs> on the clock. On the clock. Locked in. Type Getting shit. paid, huh? <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> Lord of mercy. That kind of stuff. The gunshot means forward, liquid means rewind. <laughs> you requested it. So we rewind. <laughs> I can't see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah. So those things, but yeah, I mean, if I were at home, I mean, I'll only, I'll admit to one thing though, like me, you know, flirting is an issue sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm good at it now. Like I don't do those things. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? Since we on a, I'll admit, these flirting is my thing. Flirting is my, uh, my weak point too. Oh, it is. I mean, it's, is but it's it? A, but you know what it is? Most women mistake intellectual conversation as flirting. Like I like to talk to people. That's my thing. I like to hear people uh, figure them out. It's a game to me, and the game is most. I think emojis send mixed signals. Emojis, really? <laughs> like, so, so there are women out there who base this nigga like me. Look at all these emojis. Because I communicate in GIFs, and I hope that people don't think GIFs are flirting. Oh. You, wait, you communicate in GIFs? Yeah, I'm funny. I like to be funny. GIFs are Wait, like, oh. So you flirt in GIFs? No, I don't flirt in GIFs. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't flirt in gifs. My I communicate gifs, and it can come across as that. Oh, it com- how does it come across as flirting if because it's in gifs? Because you have a sense of humor, people think you're trying to make them laugh when I eat flirting. Hmm. So what's flirting to you? Flirting? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why I have a problem with it. I have no clue what flirting is. I think talking to someone the, with with intent, like you know, like breaking them down, like you know. Mm. Emotionally to make them like you. I think that's what, like, you know, really? saying funny shit on purpose. I feel like complimenting, you complimenting. know, the little I mean, like emojis. Body complimenting, body complimenting is like, ooh, you look good. Or if she posted a selfie of herself or a body shot, you sending heart eye emojis. That's flirting. Is it? Oh, what? The intent has to be behind it. So, what are you sending heart eye emojis to somebody if you don't think they look good? A, man, a good body, right? Can a man appreciate good beauty? <laughs> okay. Can a man appreciate some beauty? That's it. Damn. Y'all get on us for body shaming noise. Think that safety and peace you said your girlfriend gives you on a hit or miss day. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> Might be like, huh? <laughs> well, I think, I'll be honest, though, if Belair has sent you any hard eye emojis, he just cleared the air. It just appreciates your beauty. Yeah, I appreciate it's not flirting. It's not, it's not, it's not yeah. Flirting. Even though one time they one they try time. to confuse you having conversation oh, with God. people. Look, <laughs> That's flirting. I have people I, I I am flattered <laughs> to some of it, but like I am not a like, you know, I'm not into everybody. I'm not for everybody and everybody ain't for me. So <sighs> there's that. Feel that. So how do you fight your inner home? I mean, come on, because if you're in a committed relationship, as you just told people, <laughs> they didn't pick up all that. I wonder who I'm in a relationship with. <laughs> and yes, I am in a relationship, and I do not want to fornicate with anybody. You know, how do I fight my inner hoe? Right, let's ask. Okay, so how do you fight your inner hoe? So when you are in a committed relationship with somebody, you know, sometimes, especially if you come from having a whole face or maybe it's just like a thing within yourself that you know because like you said like some people they just have like their shadows mm-hmm. right where they're just like ooh, you know i thrive off of this but then when they finally get you know all the real elements of relationship sometimes that shadow's like yo i need to come out right so how do you fight your inner home uh it's understanding your partner's boundaries and like how you uh get your shit off quote unquote and let me be clear about what i mean get your shit off like i honestly think that flirting is a thing like people just casually do it like it, it, 
it's a thing that happens between like the male and female species. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're attractive, it fucking happens every once in a while. But you have to understand your partner's boundaries and you have to respect your partner. But the biggest thing is uh just where you place your value. Like is your value on getting your shit off or feeling a certain kind of way is your value when you're respecting your partner. So how do you res- how do you protect that is when you're faced with that moment, you have that decision to make. Because don't get me wrong, there's always a decision to make. Like, all right, am I going to do this in this moment? Because right. there's always that point where you're sitting there and you're like, all right, here's the line. I'm about to step over it. Is it worth it? Is it a thing that's happening? Is this to get my shit off? Because there's always that respectful point. So the biggest thing about how to stave that off is just understanding. I think my brother uh, gave me the best advice about it. He was like, yo, like, you're, um, you have to view your woman once you get to a certain age. That's like your family member and in the sense of like yo you don't want nothing bad to happen to your family right you protect your family right and you know if flirting or you know stepping outside of your bounds hurts that person then you wouldn't do that because you wouldn't hurt your family intentionally mm-hmm. you have to treat your woman like that like your woman is, is somebody who you would hope to who would actually be your family one day right so you would you stave those opportunities off by being like yo look the value is over here rather than in this moment in capsule of time because even if you, you like you said when people cheat and they go that far like the value was only in that moment now mm. you gotta face that person who you're dealing with and the back end of it is just like it's not worth it right so, so you just have to remind yourself basically yeah exactly I mean yeah just just constantly not even remind yourself just know you know what I mean because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're forgetting where your value is and something's off about you you know you're not paying attention to the right shit mm. so what about like the people that like say oh I was drunk Oh, we got into a fight. Hmm. There's always a point where you go walk away, and you you're always aware of that point. There's always a point where you're like, you're like, this is it. I'm about to step over the right the, the control threshold. Where like, from this point on, I'm not gonna have any control. Mm. And what most of us guys do is uh. We're very good at rationalizing with ourselves. Like, yeah, this is a point I'm about to lose control, but I ain't going to do shit. Or it's not going to be that serious. Or if there's other dynamics going on there in that relationship, like, oh, she don't like me like that. Or she probably doing her own shit, too. Like, men are really good at rationalizing their bullshit. Gotcha. So mm. if you forget shit, that's where, that's, that, that's where that problem comes in at. You mm. know what I mean? Because, you know, you're rationalizing at that point. And you're doing the fail if you're rationalizing your bullshit. I agree with that. Oh, so then I have a good question then. Mm-hmm. So then, what do you say to... Because, you know, it's so funny. Like, a while ago, me and my friends were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm one of my friends, and I won't say your name, but you know. Anyway, and so she cheated mm-hmm. on her boyfriend. And, you know, she came to us, and she was just like, Oh, my God, I fucked up. I cheated. I was going to ask that. Like, do girls check other girls on their bullshit? Wait, like, I'm about to get okay, into all right, that. Okay, all right, all right. Because I definitely had a thought about that. Like, do y'all... Because, I mean, and I've been hearing, like, a lot of shit about how men have to protect women. But I'm like, yo, do y'all, because there are a lot of abusive females out there. <laughs> abusive? Yeah. That's a separate topic, abusive females. All right, well, you want to bring back to that. Cause, 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 we'll come ooh. back to that. But, all right, but yes, go ahead. She, she, so she, she came through, and she was like, oh, like, oh, my God, I cheated, da 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 You know, I basically mean, trying to see, like, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and then, because I don't want to say all her business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I've been drinking. So, yeah. Anyway, so with that said, um, so it was me and, like, two of my other friends or whatever. And so, you know, I was, you know, and everybody that knows me that's my friend, they know, like, I just keep it too real. Mm-hmm. I think that's why sometimes I lose friends because I keep it too real. Because I ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. Anyway, so basically, um, you know, two of my friends, they're like, oh, you know, like, just let it go. Let it go. You made a mistake. You know, keep it to yourself. Don't say shit because he going to leave you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, no, bitch. I said, you need to tell that nigga and give him his choice. Right. Because at the end of the day, I said, how would you feel if you had, like, if the roles were reversed and, you know, he was keeping this shit from you and then you right. sitting through and all of that. So, I mean, I guess, like, what advice do you give to men? Like, do they, if they do fuck up, do they be honest about it and come forward? Or is it just something that you just keep to yourself, live with, and then sweep it under the rug like, all right, this was an error. I learned my lesson. I'm going to just do right by it. Because that's basically what my friends are saying. Like, just, you know what? You made your mistake. Fuck it. Do right by him. Well, I'll be spiritual about this because this is a teaching moment. Like, I think for the most part, whatever designed us or created us wanted us to be whatever we are Mm -hmm. if you are a guy that thinks 
I need to fuck 20 girls to feel safe and happy in my life. You should be able to express that. Like that may not be for every. Sociology is what makes us lie and create these images of ourselves so we can fit in. Right. I feel like there is nothing wrong with being a hoe. Just be <laughs> honest. Yeah. Come on. If everybody you come across, give the people. You have to give people their choice mm-hmm. because, and that's how you grow because it's honest. You get honest feedback and you're able to make honest changes. My advice is be who the fuck you are. If you're a person mm-hmm. that fucks 30 people, be a person who fucks 30 people and tell everybody you come across, I like to fuck 30 people at a time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there's going to be, some, it's not going to like there's going to be nobody. It may be rare, but there may be somebody out there who embraces you for who you are. And that's who you, what you should strive for. Like mm-hmm. somebody to just love you for who you are, no matter if you think, you know, and I'm not going to say if you're fucked up, but if you just as you are, you know what I'm saying? Like you fucking 30 people, you got issues. No, I mean, maybe. You know, but, but it's at the end of the day, that's who that person is. It doesn't have to be issues because you don't relate with it. And that's the problem with sociology about it. It's like everybody wants to fit into some kind How of... How can group. you love yourself if you're giving it to 30 people? Yeah, who knows? But that, that's 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 their journey. That's what they got to figure out. And at mm. the end of the day, you what people deserve when they decide to interact with you or to commit with you is the honest, to know about you. Because right. they're, they're interested in it. So you have to be able to tell people the truth. Have I mastered that? No, not completely. And I don't think anybody's mastered that to be 100% truthful. Why not? I mean, because we taboos. Things like that. Like, things people are afraid of. But why would you not be open to your partner? Because everybody doesn't think things are accepted. You know what I mean? Based off of your experience and how you come up, like, you have a view of what's good and what's not good. Mm-hmm. And based off of that view, you're going to shave things off of yourself. Or you're going to even try to attenuate things or pull things back that you feel is true to you because you think they don't fit in the places that you frequent. Mm. And that's teaching. You know, that's how you... That's I how mean, you. I feel that, but I don't know. I kind of just... I don't know. Then. Some people have it. Some people come into their own easier than others, but it's difficult or it's more... No, i rather transparency. I just can't. Right, but, but I don't I don't believe everybody's 100% true themselves. Like, I believe that there's maybe, even if it's a 1%, like, I don't believe everybody lays out how they feel, their desires. Because even then, some people have perversions. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, they don't air those out because they feel like sociology-wise, it mm-hmm. doesn't fit, or I'm going to be judged, this person's going to leave me, or everybody has that. And that's upbringing, that's what you're taught. You know what I mean? But I, like I said, I feel like by design, we're meant to tell the truth as much as possible because we get the most out of it. We're just so afraid of being lonely because of it. Yikes. That's for you and the 99%. <laughs> I'm the of, one person. Of hoe niggas that's out there. Look, but I'm saying, if you're going to be a hoe, embrace it. That's my blind. I, I agree with that a thousand percent. Embrace if you are a hoe, embrace, embrace, embrace. embrace. Be the hoe. Then be the hoe. Fuck labels. If you like sex, you like sex. If you like fucking music, <sighs> that's it, man. Look. Better. It's lit. I don't know. I mean, it's a label. Be safe, though. Be safe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's scary. Yeah. Now, I feel all the way, um, but yeah, like I said, no, but back to what you were just asking earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for all girls, but I mean, one thing about me and like, like I said, a lot of people know is like, I, it's kind of crazy because like I go through my friends like water sometimes because yeah. like when people, I do because I'm too fucking honest and I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and enable your bullshit and right. let you be some fuck bitch and then. But let me ask you this. Like, for, the, nah. for the most part, we're talking about in the encompass of things. Do women check other women when they do wrong? I say 50% yes, 50% no. Because it's just, it, honestly, a lot of women, they're fake. They're fake. I mean, think about it. Like, you let your friend go to outside with that wig. Vanity affair, man. That's all it is. Okay. And so, if you want to be on some dumb shit, they're going to let them be on some dumb shit. If anything, I feel like, if anything, women but, and, tend and, to just okay. distance themselves from them, and then that's how they have their beef, and then, boom, they, right. they go their separate and ways. And so, here's my point, because there's been a lot of criticism on how men handle things and how men are silent on things, but I was just saying, like, to... There are definitely women that are silent on things. There are definitely women out there. And I'm not saying that this is you or anybody that you know, but I'm saying there are definitely women who see that other women mistreat their male children. 
the other women out there who see that, like you said, they'll cheat on the man or they'll use this guy for this, so they'll try to get over and skim on this. Oh, I agree, and they don't say shit because that's the lifestyle. They think exactly. it like they exactly. because the thing I think the reason why women don't say shit is because men have been doing it for so long. They're like, yeah, girl, get him, you play his right, game, right, 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 right. play the man game. You but know, even then, that's a system. That's all. That's AKA all, that's think all, like a yeah. man. Right, 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 right. And I mean, but me personally, like, if you're in my circle, I don't want that. Right. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. Because, um, like, my mother used to say, birds flock together. together. Exactly. And so I'm good. And on top of that, like, not only that, if something don't sit right within my spirit, like, and I'm looking at that shit, like, left, I'm like, eh, no, I need to say something. Like, I just can't. Like, I mean, because I would hope that if I'm doing some shit that's kind of crazy that doesn't sit with somebody else's spirit, they're going to say something. Right, right, right. So, you yeah, know, but um, for the most part, no, I feel like it's it's kind of a lifestyle a trend. It's like, yes, you, you kind of playing niggas in their own game. Right. I mean, I feel you. I understand that, you know, but it, it, it doesn't, you know, it's one of It's those... just sad because when you get the good guys, they get hurt. Right. But the good guys don't win the race. Nope. Nice. Never That's do. Barely. <laughs> Barely. That's why I said shade. The shade. <laughs> The shade. What do you mean? How's that shady? Nice guys barely finish last. I mean, you're barely in the race. Look, I'm a nice guy. I don't finish last. <laughs> Are you a nice guy? No, I do finish. Well, matter of fact, I do finish last. Mm. I guess final thoughts would be because we talked about mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, and this was a kiki. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would just say a couple of different things that kind of just is popping up in my head right now because yeah, I've been drinking. Um, would be is um, stay the fuck home. Corona is still out there. Yes, indeed. If you are on the front lines, um, you know, keep fighting. Yes, thank you. I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's out there, like, consistently, and it's not like a thing like, yo, you... Like, this is your lifestyle. Right, this is, this is a thing. That's your, this is your life's work, and we appreciate it. Like, you're, you're making history, and I'm, I want to just say I'm thankful. Oh, I'm very thankful. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, honestly and truly, me having kids, I'm like, I can't. But I mean, I, it just, I love seeing it. Right. I do. Yeah, I love too. seeing it. It's, I think it's amazing, um, especially how peaceful a, you guys right, are. Right. And I've been an advocate against protesting for as long as I I know. We actually have you on record yeah, on this, against, yes, on the season premiere. But this, this is mm-hmm. different. This is different. And I will say, and I will openly admit that I was wrong. In this case, protesting does work. It, it does. It has, I told and it has you. Work. No, no, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. It is. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's amazing, especially because I mean, we have made history because for the first time ever, all states mm-hmm. formed a protest. Right. I mean, which is dope as fuck. Right. Um, but again, yeah, like you even said too, like with Stephen, for example. Yeah, man. The fact that we in so many weeks in now, and you know, there's people like him that's still oh, going right. in, still. Right. Um, you know, I think. That part is what's just so amazing to me. Because even when we was walking that day, we saw people protesting. Yeah, man, it's still going. And to the I, train. Keep fighting a good fight. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Like, people with children are, like, thankful for you. Because I have a child. He's black. And it's like, yo, th- this future is going to be open for him a little bit easier just through the work that y'all are doing. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, um... Hopefully, um, for those of you that were wondering about the definition of being a hoe, you m- maybe figured that out with male artists. No, they weren't wondering. I mean, no. I think they do wonder. I know a lot of girls. Because, I mean, I get a lot of messages that's like, my God, he's on his vacation with another girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's always at the studio, but he ain't making music. I'm always, make, I'm always making music. <laughs> we know you are. That, that was not to oh, you. I said okay. in my DMs they say that they're guys oh, in the studio oh, making oh. music, but he's never. Damn. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean. Guilty conscience. Moving on. Anyway, um, I was saying, um, note to self is dropping on June 25th. Yes. Um, I think it'd be really, really amazing if you guys do tune in, especially if you enjoyed some of the sneak peeks that I dropped on two of those episodes that Bel Air was on. Um, as always, in the description box, I will link you guys to the Apple iTunes and the Spotify link to his EP when it drops and then also really exciting is is that at 7 p.m eastern standard time he's going live with what's the dj DJ create there you go from power 105's own great dj man and you can actually hear the entire ep Mm -hmm. and you'll see him with a fresh cut 
Right. Oh God. Quarantine. 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 Fuck this. Right. Fuck this Looking hair. like a whole somebody's bag. Right. <laughs> somebody's. Somebody's bag. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um. But yeah. So definitely feel free to tune in. Um. To the live. And um. You know. Just follow him, and then you'll be able to link to DJ Create. And of course, press play. And do you have any final thoughts? words no <laughs> actually i don't go no honestly thank you guys on the front lines for all the work you're doing uh everybody be safe uh be spiritually well and play note to self and let me know how you feel i would really appreciate that yeah and shout out to sipsy at the bodega for having me you know she's always one of my wonderful supporters holds it down yeah and well anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode um feel free to leave a voice memo message if you want to um again this is not customer service i really don't give a fuck too much what you think but i do appreciate the feedback until next time thank you guys so much for tuning in (laughs) thank you for tuning in